It's time for the 2 News Talking Sports Weekly Huddle, Utah Jazz Edition. All that jazz. Brought to you by R.C. Willie. Oh, welcome oh. into another edition of All That Jazz, presented by so R.C. Willie, your home, your way. Dave Fox, along with Alema Harrington. Three weeks in a row now, maybe yeah. four, because the team's might traveling. Be four. Could be four in a row, so and if that's the case, Kristen. then I'm the new host of this show. But Well, Kristen and Dave will be back next week. We'll, we'll let them flip <laughs> the coin. Can you join me next week? I'll, will you join me yeah, next I'll, week to yeah, do this right. show? Yeah, that's right. It's your show. Yeah. yeah. Do I have to give you topics and all that? Yes. You look good. This is interesting. Thank you got you. a double it's shield a, thing. It's a little polo embellishment. Yeah. This, yep. this, this patch right here did uh-huh. not come with the jacket. You had to put on? I put this one. I moved this one down. I put this one on. Okay, I don't get any yeah. of that, but sure. I go. decided to go casual yeah. because you're always casual, so that's what I'm doing today. <laughs> all right. Uh, man, a lot of things. It's funny. Last week we were kind of a little down in the dumps. Uh, well, this week's a, a whole new world. Yeah. How, how it's great. You, you come off, this time we come off a win and a Rudy Gobert. Yeah. Player of the week. Which, by the way, how yeah. did that take so long? It's the first one he's ever gotten. Yeah. So thank you, NBA, for noticing <laughs> that. All right, let's get right to your topics. We'll okay. start for it. In fact, let's start with the big men. Yeah. Gobert and Favors really playing so well together, complimenting each yeah. other. There have been a couple of games where they've each had a double-double in the same game. Yeah, how about this? You're, do you remember when there was all this talk when Rudy was kind of coming up with the Utah Jazz and it was all about can they coexist? Can these two play? How about that assist right there? Crazy. Absolutely, they can coexist and play together. And the double-double combi- combination, when they do that, you know, they, they've only lost twice when they both had double-doubles in the Is same that game. Nuts? And so when you have two big, two big men that can achieve that, those time, types of numbers, then, then you're, uh, you're able to start you know, dominating the paint. Plus, you space very well. Yeah, that's, right. you know, that's a very... That's a coaching term. That's a coaching right? term. Yeah, but you, what you want, I mean, you look at this, there's nobody five, you know, five yards or, or five feet closer to, to the next guy, and that is extremely important. You take a look at the number as far as the points in the paint are concerned. How about that? Yeah, I mean, you, th- these guys, when, when they're in the paint, they're, they're going to score buckets. Now, and and, granted, a, a big man's field goal percentage in the paint should yeah, be high. It but should still, be high, the fact that but Anadokounmpo is number one in 68. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Favors is number two, and then Gobert is number five. To have two guys in, in the top, the top five, yeah. five field goal percentage, um, and those are all good signs for the Utah Jazz. And they'll see, of course, uh, Jordan tomorrow mm-hmm. when they take on the Knicks. That's going to be a lot of fun. We'll yeah. talk about that in a moment. All right, next topic, and I love that you threw this one out there because Rookie Rubio is one of those players that, I mean, people either love him yeah. or they don't. He's kind of polarizing he, in, in he that He very degree. much yeah. so is. Yeah. And But, boy, I tell you what, when it rolls around playoff time like last yeah. year and then he gets hurt, you here's realize the, how valuable he is. Here's the funny thing about it. And I was sitting there with Mike Smith a couple of games ago where Ricky Rubio had had let's, uh, a sample size of 50 shots and he'd made, like, 10. I mean, his Not shooting great, percentage yeah. was so awful that he he was, Mike Smith was going, I wonder if anybody's ever shot this poorly, right? I mean, in, in the NBA, that's how bad it was. But his contribution to the team is so much more than that. And we've seen that since his return. The Jazz have won four straight games. And when he's on the floor, he's just so much more effective. And so to have him back, and I would say Al Neto too, because you've yeah. got two true point guards on the floor. You love to see when Donovan Mitchell is playing the one or Joe, these guys all do good jobs at that, but they're not 
great point guards. They're good guards, but they're not great point guards. You need that specific player that, that understands. And the, the best way it was described was there's a difference between a dominant ball handler, so somebody who's the primary ball handler versus right. the point guard. The point guard is a playmaker. That's what Rubio is. And you know what, Stockton was a, is yes. a perfect illustration great, of that all, great all of those that. years. So yeah. I'm not trying to make that comparison yet with Rui, but you know what I'm oh, saying. Oh, Twitter just blew up. Yeah, <laughs> <It's exploded. laughs> The last play in that little highlight package we saw right there was an assist to Royce O'Neal, yeah. which brings me to your next topic. The mm -hmm. bench has been playing so well. Yeah. And this isn't a case where you got maybe one guy who should be starting, so he's lighting yeah. it up. We're talking about a lot of guys who are helping out off the bench. And, and you look at the bench numbers for the Utah Jazz, it's not uncommon for the bench numbers when the bench is on the floor and you talk about guys like Kyle Korver, Royce O'Neal, and, and Crowder when he's coming off the bench. When those guys are on the floor, the plus minus actually goes up and they have yeah. a better plus minus Which is than the starters do at times. And, and the, the benefit of that is you've got guys that are, when they're on the floor, going against the other team's second team then they are much more effective than the bench for the other team. And the, ja the Jazz are in that category right now. You look at the three-point numbers, Foxy, yeah. for, for, these, for the, the bench, and, and they're astronomical. Yeah. They're fantastic the way, in fact, they, they are number one when it comes to three-point attempts for bench players. Number one when it comes to three-point uh, attempts uh, made, right. and they're second in three-point percentage. From the I think a lot of people would like to be number one in uh, three-pointers attempted, yeah. but when you can also be that high in yeah. three-pointers made in the percentage, then, Absolutely. then you're doing the right thing. Uh, the other thing that I love about this team right now, they're starting to share more. They weren't in mm -hmm. some of those losses. 35 assists last night's game alone. For, for an NBA yeah. stat, just for, if, for those of you who don't follow it, that is a huge number. Mm -hmm. You don't and see that a lot. Sharing the ball is something that the Jazz have do, done, but we talked about connectivity and for, for the Utah Jazz, it's taken time. You know, th yeah. this chemistry has developed over not just, you know, season, but seasons and, and over a period of time. And you look at 35 assists last oh, night, right? Crazy. Yeah. The record for the franchise is 38, right? And for, for Utah to get, you know, multiple times that they've, they've achieved the 30 number, which is kind of a magic. I remember 120 was a magic number. Yeah for this if you team. you could hit that many. Yeah, and they're yeah. starting to hit that occasionally, at least, in the first half of games. And the nice thing about that is when they establish that connectivity, you become so extremely difficult to guard because you know that if the ball is moving, then there's no way for you to defensively figure out like who's gonna get the ball, where the ball is going, Here's and they have balance scored. Take a look, about. right, this exactly. Is, this is amazing, I have no idea. This is looking at the Quinn Snyder era, right? From when he began in the 2014-15 season. They didn't have any any 30, 30 assist games. Assist games. You look at the progression, and it really was last year that it started to blow up, and, and they talk about, they went from blow up to an yeah. explosion, right? We went from a firecracker to dynamite here <laughs> in, in this up uh, this season now. And and consider this that we got 12 games left. Yeah. So we still, we still got an opportunity to get to yeah. 20 30 assist yep. games in the season. That uh graphic right there tells a lot. Yeah. No doubt about that. They're they're I'm not And understanding this. too that takes time, right? Yeah. There's a progression in it and and sometimes the the progression is slow. 
And then finally, like last it year, seven, clicked. this year, yeah. 19, yeah. it starts well, to really come just, together. Like you said, it went yeah. from a firecracker to full-blown dynamite. Yeah. All right, we do have one low note, and I, I, I feel bad for yeah. Dante Exum. I, I think mean, we all do. What, what more can happen? And they're, di yeah. they're different injuries, and now yeah. he's got that patella yeah. So he's situation. got yeah he's he's got a oh. situation. Um, I think patella meniscus area that that he's dealing with that. You know he'll be sidelined the rest of the season. But yeah, oh, for you know you think about the beginning of his career and and how promising he was, and then you know Australian national play blows out the knee, comes back and looks good. Blow, you know gets gets the shoulder injury, has to have surgery on that one. Then comes back and it was an ankle injury really that yeah, precipitated this, one. and now comes back and and has a you know an issue with the knee. So I, I think you know as far as low points are concerned, this is a kid with so much promise, and you know the, the hopes were so high for him, and and you know I don't know that the the door is closed on or the window of well, opportunity is closing, but they just gave yeah. him a, a big contract. And so for, for Dante, just kind of frustrating. And I can only imagine what he's got. We've had him on our set multiple times coming back from injuries, talking about here, just yeah. the, you know, the mental toughness it takes to come back from injuries. And now he's got to do it again. Well, that's good that you have yeah. him on your set, though. Yeah. But, but yeah, and he's a good kid. Yeah. So let's, let's hope he gets back and stays yeah. strong. All right, time to jump into this week's edition of Jazz Bites, presented by Bishop Family Dental. Last night, Donovan Mitchell, you heard of this postgame. I love this. Yeah. He's talking about being coached even if it requires loud voices. Yeah. Jazz Bites, brought to you by Bishop Family Dental. He let, he let me have it. You know, I think for, for me and, and, and Big Fella, we had to pick our game up. You know, everybody else was working their tails off, and we were kind of, you know, jogging and kind of lagging around, you know, and I think we took that challenge head on, and that's why I love coaching, you know, because it's not a... About what? Is it bad? That's crazy, man. Yeah. Um, no, but that's why that's why I love Coach, man. You know, he's he's able to get into us, and you know, we responded. You know, I think especially Big Phil came in and just dominated the paint right after that timeout. You know, and for me, just continue to be aggressive. You know, he felt like we weren't as aggressive as we we could have been. And think, you know, for, to have a coach that gets on you like that, I think I prefer that. You know, I love that, and I think it challenges us to to keep moving. There might have been guys that don't like being coached that way. Why do you guys like it? I mean, I don't know anything else. I played for Rick Pitino, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know anything else but really yelling and screaming. And it's not like it's, um, how do I say, it's not like it's, it's angry or it's like malicious. You know, I think a lot of it's just a teaching moment. You know, if a, I think if a coach doesn't yell at you, you know, then you know, coach styles are different, but, you know, if a coach doesn't yell at you and he doesn't care. And that's how I've been brought up. That's how I've been raised. So for me, uh, to have that, you know, to get you going, there are times where you're going to need it. It's a you know, when you're up by a lot, it's naturally kind of let off, and I think I did for a little bit, and he kind of got that fire back into me, and, and same thing, big fellow, we just kept pushing. Been coached by Patino. He knows yeah. how to be coached. I love hearing those kind of comments because it's still, you always circle back to his upbringing and, yeah. the, and the terrific job that his mother and father and his sister have done with this. Yeah, and he's been very vocal about that, that, that influence, speaking of yeah. the family. But, you know, he says something in, in that interview last night where he, he mentions, no, nah, that's what I love about coach. And, and, and I said this on our post-game show last night. That's what the coaches love about him. You know, the comment that he made where he's saying, you know, it's not malicious. You know what? And any criticism can be either one. It can be malicious or it can, can be, you know, uh, you know it, it can be uh, supportive. And, and that depends on how the guy being critiqued is going to take it. Give credit to Donovan Mitchell that he 
has this confidence and this understanding and relationship and trust with Coach Quinn Snyder that when Coach gets on him, he listens. And again, we're talking about a superstar in the league, a guy yeah. that, that in his second year is averaging 25 points a game, which is on pace with all of the other guys that you look at and, and you, you think, man, that guy's got a great career. Or you know, you look back at their history, whether it's Wayne Wade or, or guys like that. But he's a guy that remains coachable, which yeah. is very impressive in this league. And, and you can watch this. In fact, there was a shot earlier tonight where Rubio was walking off the floor when we're doing the Rubio highlights and Quinn was talking, Coach Quinn Snyder was talking to Donovan Mitchell and the, the interaction is, there, there's plenty of times you see a star player like this, the coaches talk to him. Oh, right? just wandering Where, around, As yeah. opposed to him being connected and engaged and wanting to and know what can, right I do, what can I do better? I'm listening coach, yeah, what? Yeah. What do you got? Well, right? I, I just think he's, it's terrific. Yeah, very different from our relationship where yeah, exactly. nobody listens Anytime to Anytime I tell you what you're doing wrong, you flip out. <laughs> Not so, that you ever do it anymore. So wrong. uncoachable. <laughs> <laughs> All right, time for this week's home court advantage, presented by Security National Mortgage. Slam dunking your mortgage for 25 years. This is your Security National Mortgage Company home court advantage. Okay, here we go. Three more on this current roadie, including the stop in the Big Apple on Wednesday. Night. I think Mitchell, by mm -hmm. the way, loves that trip going oh, to yeah. New York. No doubt about it. Back to back Thursday, they go to Atlanta. And then they wrap up with Jim Boylan's Bulls yeah. on Saturday. What a character he's been. And then four in a row at home. Now, one thing to point out here, every team you see on this yeah. schedule, and it will be this way until mm -hmm. the last two games of the year, are lottery teams. Yeah. But most importantly, this back-to-back uh, -back are coming up Wednesday, Thursday. Yeah, I think this is important because, and, and again, as you mentioned, and Donovan Mitchell made a reference to this, going back to Madison Square Garden for him. That, that is going yeah. home. He talked about all the events that he attended over his you know days growing up, from Rangers games to concerts to everything that, you know, the Raptor, top of the Raptors of MSG. Right. For him, and this will be very different than the first year. He said the first time I went back there last year was like a blur. You know, he said this year I think, you know, he'll be much more um, calculated and, and just comfortable walking into that building without being overwhelmed with, you know, walking into the mecca of basketball and for him, plenty of history from his And, and his one thing childhood. that's the same is the Knicks aren't good. Yeah, yeah, you, you can this add them, that to this the This is mix. them playing here, yeah, but the, still. The, the Knicks are not a very good team, and and Christop, you know Christopoulos, he, he's, he's gone, gone. Yeah. and and so and then you, you got know. the Hawks the next night, so that's a good back-to-back. -back yeah, but you get to still, I mean, even with the Hawks, you get to see a, a you know a young player that is very right. accomplished, and and so uh, for the Jazz, and I'm reminded of this continually from from Big T, you know, you can look at the schedule and say, well, you know, you should win all those games. On paper, you should, right? But you know. To understand that that any one of those teams can beat yeah. you on any given night. It's like I told you right. last week, no teams winless. Yeah. So, and, and you know the yeah. Suns beat the Bucks. There, yeah, mean, how these about that? Happen. Two right. two losses in a row for the Bucks as yeah. they came here, and they obviously the Jazz just destroyed their spirit. Yeah. So. <laughs> all right, uh, all that Jazz presented by R.C. Willie and Lemon Harrington. Final can thoughts. I, can what I do leave you have? with something? And, yep. and for our, for our viewers watching all that Jazz, okay. I want you to twelve games left. Okay, and Rudy Gobert coming off this uh, uh, player of the week right. uh, in the Western Conference. Uh, double doubles for Rudy Gobert. He's already in that top 10 list as far as the, the, the record for a season is concerned, Jazz player. Carl Malone is number one. Yeah. Okay. Sure. 
and we are going to have Rudy Gobert pass him, I, I'm going to guess, this year go. for season double-double. I hope Carl calls him at that Watch happens. it. Watch it. He said it right yeah. here. See you next time on All That Jazz.